What's up, Good Hang Gang? Welcome to episode three of Good Hang. I'm John, and with me as always is Nathan. Say hi, Nathan. Hi. Are you really committing to that name, Good Hang Gang? I don't know. I like it. Eh? We try a couple things in this episode. That's some of the things you can look forward to. I don't like half of it. (laughs) Uh, We talk a lot about a lot of things. We talked a lot about Christopher Lee this week. For example, Nathan, did you know that Christopher Lee is the only person involved in the Lord of the Rings film to have actually met J.R.R. Tolkien? Huh. Huh. That's one of the many facts you're going to hear today about Christopher Lee. Rest in peace, age 93. Yeah. We talked about how we launched the podcast. Yes, we and talked about yeah how we did the website and everything, if you're into that kind of nerdy yep. shit. We um, talked about the first listener feedback we've gotten. Thank you, guys. Keep that coming. Yeah. We answered some questions that have been thrown our way some by listeners. emails, some comments. We addressed those things. We talked to you, man. Yeah, we talked about... The we talked about some Malaysian gymnast uh, genitalia. Well, I guess you can, that's very bluntly put. We talked about some stupid controversy about some stupid, like stupidity. Costume, really, it's, yeah. yeah, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah, Nathan got particularly heated about Pink Dot and the backlash against Pink Dot. Yeah, I mean, I I, I feel like I'm gonna regret that whole bit that we just did. Yeah, I think you just ruined your life. Damn. Oh, well. We talked about... Oh, this was awesome. We had a uh, listener-suggested... Str- fan submission. Favorite blank. favorite blank. This week, we've got Strange Addictions. Thank you so much. Once again, let me get her name. Uh, Xiao Wei. Really. Xiao Wei, you're the, you were the woman. Yeah. Thanks, Xiao Wei. And, of course, we go back to check this out. And we check out um, Bloodborne and The Martian, the stuff that we mentioned in the previous episode. And we, for the next week's recommendations, we get into a lot of anime so next week is going to be a very anime-themed thing going on there. But yeah, uh, so we hope you enjoy this episode. It is currently 2.30 in the morning and we just ended very recording tired. it. So enjoy just kind of like tracking that progress of us getting loopier and loopier. Yep. And saying the most inane kind of just yeah. <laughs> absurd shit. Just try to like take your time and hunt down all the craziness. <laughs> hey, did you know, by the way, speaking of hunting, that... After World War II, Christopher Lee hunted down Nazi criminals? Again, this podcast is sprinkled with facts like that, so look out for that, Christopher Lee fans. All that and more on episode 3 of Good Hang! My doctor said that multivitamins are bullshit, they just pee them out, so... Are they bullshit, really? I, feel I don't like, really I know. feel like they're not bullshit. Like, multivitamins, they, they have a purpose. I don't know. See, like, this would be a good way to start the podcast. We should have just jumped in here. I'm but recording already. Oh, are we? Yeah, I'm son recording. Of, you sneaky bastard. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, but multivitamins aren't bullshit. Like, they, they provide, like, you know, if, say, your diet doesn't have all you need, like, those multivitamins help. Yeah, I get the point of it. I think my doctor used to say that, like, like you said, like, you just piss them out. It's like, it doesn't even go into your body. That's really... Not like the way it does when you take fruit and vegetables and stuff. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure it's not as good as a real thing, but you know, it's it still has its has its merits. Sure, sure. But like know, you know, it's just like one. It's like one thousand percent of your recommended. That's that's too much. I, I feel like that's too much. This then, is not like, a this then, is not a sports metaphor. You can't give more than a hundred percent. That that probably makes more sense in the, in the fact that you piss most of it out. Mm. But I'm sure some of it goes into your body. Probably vitamins. Either way, I'll try anything now because I'm dying. Yeah, that's two episodes in a row. You're sick, man. Yeah, but at least I don't sound as annoying this time. Hopefully. That's, well, you're gonna be sneezing. You know what I mean? This is annoying. Blowing your nose. Tissue. Crickling. <laughs> Blowing your nose and sneezing. Blowing my. I'll try to do it as quiet as possible and as little as possible. How about that? Mmm, <laughs> juicy. They heard all of that. So sorry, listeners. They heard all of that. Yeah, because you're a sneaky fucking recording <laughs> starter, son of a bitch. 
<sighs> Alright, hey guys, what's up? Hey guys, what is up? And welcome to episode 3 of Good Hang. We're at episode 3. Yeah. We've done this twice already. It takes two to tango, but three's company, right? It's a terrible metaphor, but yeah. I don't know what it means. <laughs> no, but this is fun. I'm enjoying this. This is good times. Wait, does it actually take three to tango? No, it takes two to tango. Oh, then what what kind of shitty-ass tango have you been doing? Wait, what do you say? It takes two to tango, but three Three's to... company. Three's a company, sorry. No, two's company, three's a crowd. I don't know. Okay. Metaphors. I got Based on up. numbers. Well, yeah, we've done three this twice. Three sides to a triangle, whatever. <laughs> we've done this twice already. Thank you so much. If you're still with us, I think I think we've, we've, we're have we going to keep the ones that have gone this far with us. You yeah. Know? You're yeah. my favorites, you guys. Yeah. I like the, you guys. The, the episode one people were all right. The episode two people, you know, you were like, you know, acquaintances maybe, but episode three guys, you you're the ones, you know, you're the you're the you're the true believers. You're the wind beneath our wings. You are the good the well hung. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking good hang gang. The good hang you're gang. You're the good hang gang. We we do need like a, a thing for the, the name the, the Oh people, how about how about right? like we'll take it from True Blood instead of Fang Bangers, we'll call them gang bangers. Does that not work? No. Why not? Um, is it too derivative? Oh, it's, I don't know if you know, but but the um, uh, gangbangers are a thing. Yeah, the, the, there are they, fans. Well, <laughs> we have fans. They're called gangbangers. <laughs> What's up, fellow gangbangers? No, no, you shouldn't be saying fellow gangbangers either, because that suggests many things. That's what that that I am. I yeah, I, I'm a fan of yours. So yeah, I say Nathan. All right, I am your gangbanger. All right, no, no. I'm your personal gangbanger. No, Whenever you need me to, we're not going to call them gangbangers. Uh, if you wish to call yourself gangbangers, go for it. I will not. I will not put my seal of approval on this. Um, good hang gang sounds pretty. That's you know, pretty fun. You can call them gang. Hey gang. Hey, hey, gang. Yeah. That's the worst. All right, Nathan, man. What's up? What you been up to? Oh, are we starting the segment already? I guess so. Ah, shit, music. <laughs> when you see your bud and want to know what's new, you just gotta ask, hey, what buddy. you been up to? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, Nathan, what you been up to this week? Straight into it. Um, This week... It's 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 been a tiring week, man. It's been a very tiring week. It's been and like we are we we're recording this pretty late at night right now. Um, it's one a.m. and you know depending on how long this goes, uh, we're gonna slowly start getting more and more delirious. Oh, stuff is gonna get weird for Ooh, sure. It's gonna be a weird one. But why have we been so uh, tired this week, Nathan? Um, okay, for me, so for me with? this week it's uh, more or less of the same um, as I discussed in episode one. I am currently filming a TV show for HBO, mm-hmm. and it's been. Uh, a timing schedule, you know, um, having to film out of town, you know, got to take a boat to the location and everything. And once you're there, it's a lot of waiting and a lot of like, you know, kind of practicing and working out and doing all these things. And it's just like back and forth, back and forth and gigs in Singapore and blah, blah, blah. It's busy, but I love it. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, Same with me. I've just been, I diet, blah, 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 cheat day, blah, blah, blah. But I think a big part of our time has been devoted to you people out there. Oh yeah, actually yeah, yeah. a good amount of um, a good amount of this week has been um, committed to trying to get this up on its feet. You yeah, so we've got our, our website up and running. Mm-hmm. You know, goodhangpodcast.com. Uh, we we sorted out all the kinks behind putting up this damn thing. Yep. 
It was not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but it was fun, though. Cause, like, it was good fun. It was good fun figuring it out. A little out. peek behind the curtain. So we co- recorded the first two episodes before we even got a website going. Yeah. Before we even knew how to what to do, how to put it up. Yeah. I and mean, here's the thing. Neither of us have any experience of IT or coding or whatever. Yep. And I, oh, wow. There's so many weird little things that go behind putting up a podcast to the public. Yeah. But, um, but it's I, live. It's a thing. Yeah, it's we a thing. We got it going on. It's in your ears right now. Um, not just metaphorically. Um, I, I learned some basic coding. You know how to figure out the damn HTML behind our website? Yep. So, you know, at some point, I'm sure we will need some help with that. So if you know HTML, hit us up. Um, yeah, uh, but I, I, it's been great getting the first two episodes out there, you know, yeah. having people listen to this and respond to it. Thank you guys so much for your responses. You know, we've been getting things over Twitter, Instagram, uh, our website, and like, Facebook, emails everywhere. Yeah, yeah. We Someone stopped me on the street the other day and be like, hey, I, no, that, that hasn't <laughs> happened yet, but I can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> Please, if you see me on the streets, just stop me and say, hey, good hang, bro. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, high five, you're awesome. Um, uh, yeah, but, you know, I've been, I've been getting things through my personal, like, social media accounts and everything, uh, responses for the podcast, and... I don't know, something about it just feels a lot more personal. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, you know, when, when other people just comment on, on, on my social media thing, you're saying like, oh, hey, like, cool thing or whatever. But when it comes to responding to the podcast, something about it feels a lot more personal because we do put a lot of our personal time and effort into this, you know? Um, so when you talk to us about it, when you tell us that you've heard it and you respond to it, eh, it's, it's a good feeling. It's Absolutely. a good feeling. It's, it's mean... like we're talking directly to you and... I love that. There is. There's like a weird sort of hopefully not creepy level of intimacy, isn't there? Yeah, it really is. Because people will be like, oh, thanks. I, I, you, I was listening to you guys as I was uh, doing my work. I, you kept me company at work. Or I was listening to you as I fell asleep. Which, <laughs> if you're falling asleep right now, wake up. We have stuff to talk about. Well, you, well, you can't fall asleep. asleep. You can't way. fall asleep. To Just be come fair, back. To be fair, I listen to a good like I listen to podcasts before I go to sleep me as too. well. Me too. No, it's yeah. great. So if you're going to sleep, just follow the sound just of listen, my voice. Listen to our voices. Follow the sound of my voice. And like, just slowly drift in. Yeah. Drift out. And send money, send money. to John Cancio's no, PayPal don't, account. Don't, don't do that. Don't do John. That. Don't, no, don't, don't do that. Don't send money to John. Just don't. fall into deep, deep sleep. Follow your Lord Satan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's that's for the sleeping crowd. <laughs> To all you sleepers out there, shout out! Yeah, and then the, no, and then people were like, "Oh yeah, I was listening to you. I was at the gym, so here's for the gym crowd." Hey, don't forget your leg day. Hey man, pump it, do it, do it. You can do it. As Arnold Schwarzenegger used to say, "You can do it." This is like the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already have that though. They don't need this on top of that. That's true. Just don't skip your leg day, you guys. No one wants chicken legs. Yeah, but but it's a cool thought that you know people are listening to this podcast while they're doing all kinds of random stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, they're falling asleep. They're going to the gym. They're on the way to work. They're at work. They're cleaning the house. All these funny little activities that you can do while listening to us, being engaged, learning things. So let's get to that learning yeah so what have we been up to this week we've been launching the website launching the podcast so this is our first recording we've done since we've actually launched the podcast launched the website so, yeah, so it's a real we've got response people have been asking us questions giving us comments so should we tackle some of those questions and comments yeah yeah 
Yeah, why not? We're, we're going to be doing this fairly regularly where we um, actually uh, respond to your comments, you know, because they do not go for naught. We read them. Absolutely. We look into them and we get into it. So by all means, comment below. And when comment I say comment below, below, I mean comment on the website. Yeah. That's a place to do that. I think we're going to have a Facebook page that up and that, running we're gonna have pretty a Facebook, soon. Like right after this, let's let's get working on a Facebook page. Yeah. So by the time you hear this, a Facebook page would already exist. Dude, it's like we're in those... Uh, you know those time travel movies where like we're gonna go and back in time and we're gonna learn how to play guitar and it's you know what i mean it's like bill and ted's yeah exactly that's awesome um so yeah you can uh like us on facebook comment ask us questions message us on facebook yes get that conversation going just so we're not talking into a mic and nothing else oh and please 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 go on itunes rate and review us that'd be awesome if you love us give us those five stars write a little review if you don't like us why are you listening <laughs> Keep that to yourself. That's enough of the plug-in, man. Enough of the plug-in. No, enough let's get into it. What else have we been up to? Plug-in too much. Yeah. Hey, we watched Jurassic World today. We watched Jurassic World. Let's Okay, let's do like a little mini movie review. Okay, let's do a little mini movie review. Okay. Okay. How about we make this like a regular thing where we go watch movies together? And, okay. You know, like current movies. You know, things that the kids are watching. Oh, yeah. Know, like the, the the hip new new scene at the screen. And then we can talk about <laughs> it with our gangbangers. Yes. Yeah. Again. No, still not on board of that. Okay, but, you know, it's I'll warming let, up a little bit. I'll maybe. keep using it. Yeah, yeah we'll see. So uh, we're gonna do a spoiler-free review. Yes, definitely spoiler-free because I don't want to, you know, have anyone get angry at us and go like, I, I was waiting twenty years for Jurassic World to come out and you spoiled it for me. I hate yeah, you wait, so much. If you're that person, you should have watched it the day it came out. What are you waiting for? <laughs> um, but yeah, Jurassic World. We watched it today, um, and it was. It was a great movie. I thought it was just like, it worked really well, um, just because it was so far removed from uh, the original and the two questionable sequels <laughs> um, that it could stand as its own movie, you know? Yeah. It really did its own thing. It um, presented kind of the classic formula of the, 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 the new dinosaur, the big bad dinosaur, and you know, human greed and human desire and things like that. And it kind of brought back a lot of the elements that made the first movie so good yeah just like the suspense and the thrill of it was was really palpable and stuff that was good um i was surprised how kind of like they how deep they went with their like the metaphors and their allegories because it was like uh the company represents um commercial greed and this guy represents the military industrial complex and, <laughs> and then there's just chris pratt who's just like don't be stupid yeah, he's basically he's that's what he's saying like the whole time is don't be stupid. Yeah, and then people do then people are stupid. Yeah, people. And then Chris yeah. Pratt has to fix it because I mean it's the human condition. You know, people always want more. They always want bigger. They always want to do like you know what's the next step. And you know this whole movie. I mean the whole premise of Jurassic Park World, whatever, is that humans are trying to play God by um, resurrecting these extinct creatures. Mm -hmm. And as if that wasn't good enough, now they want to create a new dinosaur, a brand new dinosaur made by humans, has a human stamp on it. It didn't exist in nature, but we humans, we so badass, and we're gonna make a brand new dinosaur. Well, we need to because like called the Indominus Rex. Indominus Rex. That's a badass name. I have to say, like whoever made up that name, that's a bad name yeah i mean i went on the imdb page after that because after i watch a movie especially if it's a good movie i love jumping on imdb and going to the trivia section yeah and if you buy me some time nathan i will tell you what indominus rex means oh, rex obviously thing. means king just like tyrannosaurus rex oh for real yeah never knew that um but yeah i mean the whole that that monster was terrifying it was like it was like the terminator of dinosaurs 
if that makes sense because um it's it's like a dinosaur that they kind of splice together different dna from different animals yeah i won't spoil a lot of it but let's just stop it at it's a giant ass dinosaur like giant t-rex sized dinosaur that doesn't have the t-rex's tiny little arms, arms yeah it's one the t-rex's one weakness has been removed yes it's got regular size arms. it's got regular size arms and it can camouflage itself it can cam. Can you imagine something that big and terrifying being able to hide in plain sight? Yeah, man. That just goes. You know, that it's the movie's tense. Okay, so it's called Indominus Rex means fierce slash untamed king in Latin. in Latin. After the hybrid dinosaurs' erratically destructive and murderous nature. Wow. So you wow, know, like, wow, wow. like I like how this movie was borrowing stuff from stuff or paying homage to because there's for sure the director was was. Uh, Taking stuff from my two favorite sci-fi movies, which are of course Aliens and Predator. Mm. I mean, we t- it's, it's a minor spoiler, but we talked about because of the certain genes that are in this dinosaur, he can do stuff like camouflage himself, or yeah. like you know. So that's definitely Predator. And then you have scenes where like the the response team is going out, and they have like first-person cameras on their heads, and they have their names and their and the freaking vital signs, oh, just yeah, like yeah, in yeah, Aliens, yeah. man. Dropping like flies. And then there was that part when Chris Pratt was all like, "Game over, man. Game <laughs> over." No, he didn't do that, but that would have been cool. But yeah, I, I just enjoyed that. It was it was a solid action movie. Mm. You know, it's, it's not gonna you know blow your mind cinematically or whatever. But as an action movie for what it tries to set out to do, it does it really well. It's fun. It's a fun movie. And I think I think a lot of people were saying before the movie came out, like when the trailers came out, they're like, "What? The Raptors are good guys, and they work with the humans." That's stupid. Mm, nope, and nope. I had some reservations, but the way they handled it was really yep. quite smart. By the time you get to that part, it's just like you you're 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 behind everything, and it makes know? sense. Like yeah, it they, makes a lot of sense. They kind of like take what they assumed would be people's um, yeah. negative reactions to it, and be like, "No, no, like we're thinking about that stuff too." It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always like when action movies um, make the effort to kind of close whatever gaps might be there. Mm. Um, and I really, okay, like what made Jurassic Park so good for me when I watched it um, a couple years ago? I didn't watch it when it came out, of course, because I was a child. Um, I did. It was scary. Really? Yeah, I, watched, scary. I watched two and three when they came out, but like I watched one later on as an adult. Um, and I always appreciated that the science behind it, though not accurate, is based on real life science you know they don't you know they don't go like oh these dinosaurs are created through like a space portal at, that you know we found under the sea talking to you pacific Rim. yeah i was like <laughs> what do you got against gilma del toro bro <laughs> but you know they back it behind like you know uh, a science an actual mm-hmm. science you know the the, um, the science behind it is that um they find these mosquitoes trapped in ember Amber, whatever. Amber, yeah. yeah, they find these mosquitoes trapped in amber, and they have like the blood of dinosaurs inside their bodies, you know, because mosquitoes suck blood and everything. So they thaw out these mosquitoes, draw out the blood, and from those DNA strands, they clone dinosaurs. Dude. And that's dino that, DNA. Yeah, and that sounds to me as a non-scientist layman person. I'm I'm on board. I believe that. I mean, that's all you ever have to do. I mean, you may not be able to trick someone like Neil deGrasse Tyson or someone who really know or basically anyone who knows science. But yeah. to us, I mean, I feel like we're fairly educated guys. We have yeah. a pretty good bullshit meter, and it passed it. It passed it. It passed back the in 1993. Yeah, and I mean, still today, and I always like it when action movies go that extra mile to you know have it make sense. So for that, I give this movie my approval. Not that it really matters. <laughs> what what do you, what what will you rate this movie? I on? give this movie. Eight out of ten gangbangs. I come on. <laughs> I give this movie uh, a seven point five cooperative raptors out of ten. Yeah, 
That's fair enough. That's totally accurate. And that is the movie review segment. Yep. <laughs> there's, there's really no segment. Pretty I'm not, much. I'm just, I'm getting, I, I don't want to do any more intro music for now. <laughs> you lazy son of a bitch. <laughs> Maybe I should do it. Yeah, get into rock it. rock out on my trumpet that I spent a year learning in third grade. Mm. I don't remember how to play, nor do I own one. But check this out, dude. This is uh, from The Guardian which is, you know, not the most reputable of newspapers out there. But check it, it won a Pulitzer Prize in 2014, though. It did. <laughs> 75 million year old dinosaur blood and collagen discovered in fossil fragments. Sci- this is real. This is not from the movie. Scientists accidentally discover what appears to be red blood cells and collagen fibers during analysis of crap fossils dug up in Canada 100 years ago. I'm not sure what that crap thing is about, I think. Crap fossils meaning, like, fossils of poop? Or, like, the other archaeologists are like, that ain't a real fossil. This is just crap, eh? (laughs) It's the Canadians. What makes the latest discovery so remarkable is that the blood cells and collagen were found in specimens that the researchers themselves describe as crap. Oh, okay, so it's actually looked down upon by the scientists. Ah, poor guys. I just like those paleontologists. Just imagine, like, Ross Gale would be like, that's crap. (laughs) Um... Yeah, what it, sorry, I was not listening. What is the story about? So in other words, in other words, we are just a couple years away from Jurassic Park being a real thing. No. They got Wait, the blood, bro. Um, didn't they try to clone a woolly mammoth like a couple I years ago? I heard about ago? that. Whatever happened about that? Let me look that up as well. Okay, my theory on that is that like cloning in general, that shit's been going on. You know, we've only heard about like Dolly and like the occasional dog that they try to clone, but I have a feeling and actually no, I know. This is based on fact. Sure. <laughs> I like where this is heading. That cloning is happening. Like somewhere in like dark secret labs in like underground basements. Yeah, perhaps in a volcano or... In a, uh, yeah. Or like, a, or like behind Mount Rushmore, you know? Absolutely. Cloning is happening. I just, I just know it. That they've, at some point, they've already cloned a human. He walks think, amongst us. I think they've already cloned a human. I mean, it's probably a child right now, but I think they've already cloned a human. I mean, of course, they're not going to tell us, you know, because they don't want to get into all these PR problems and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, Obama. <laughs> but I can't imagine that a scientist would have the ability to do it and not do it just because it's not PC. Or or it's also illegal, I think, at this moment in time. Well, yes, but, you know, I just feel like we've seen enough movies to, <laughs> to know that scientists are not going to listen to that. They're going to go rogue. You exactly. Know? So, I don't know. That's just my thing. I, I think a clone walks among us. It could be you. If you're out there. If you're listening. Message us on Good Hanged. <laughs> contact. Oh, yeah. Con- we have an email. Contact at goodhangedpodcast.com. Email us, clone. We look to hear from you. You can be our first guest. <laughs> so, what's the update on the woolly mammoth? Uh, basically, they're still just working on it. See, geneticist George Church's lab at Harvard University. Ooh, that's a good school. Mm-hmm. That's a good school. Has successfully copied genes from a frozen woolly mammoth and pasted them into the genome of an Asian elephant. An Asian elephant. Why you got it? Why? Why? Why the elephant got to be Asian, Asian, man? Why the elephant got to be Asian? Why be Asian? Yeah, Asians aren't even that woolly. It's because they're. We're, yeah, we're, maybe that's why. Um, maybe this is a chance for us to get facial hair someday. True. I mean, I would. I would use like a Spanish elephant, really. Why a Spanish elephant? They tend to be hairier, woollier. That's true. Manlier yeah. in lots of ways. Yes. They have lots of chest hair. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what's going on in the world of cloning today. <laughs> I like how our Jurassic World movie review turned into an update on the woolly mammoth cloning status. Yeah, tangent the podcast. That's, that's what happens. Go. That's what happens. So yeah, that's cool. Um, that was a movie review. Uh, let's get into the comments. What have people been saying to us? What have they been talking to us about? Yeah, I've been getting some messages. People have been requesting us to do stuff. 
uh, AJ from the Philippines wants me to do an excerpt from a monologue he heard me do one time. Don't ask us to do weird to things. That, I say no, AJ. Don't ask us to do weird you things. You should have recorded it the first time I did it. <laughs> okay, now Coral from Singapore wants to know Coral! why... Coral! 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 If you don't Walking watch The Dead Walking reference. Dead, you have no idea what we're doing. Walking Dead reference. But Coral <laughs> wants to know why you and I have accents. Okay. Um, to which I say, I don't have an accent. Um, Not some kind of dirty foreigner. I mean, if you think about it, everyone has an accent. Okay, hippie. Everybody's got an accent. Everyone's a snowflake. We're all just accents floating in the wind. Shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I have a, a, a particularly strange accent because I watched a lot of TV as a child. Um, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned, but I was a, a larger kid. Um, with very low self-esteem and very poor social skills. So I spent a lot of my childhood watching television. Uh, and a lot of that television was, you know, American television, American cartoons. And that's kind of just what I was brought up on. So I just picked up the accent that way. I don't really have a, a... I can't really explain how or why. But I picked up, you know, the speech patterns and everything. And it just started talking like that. Um, I do have, like, slips in my accent a lot because... Um, I've been living in Singapore all my life, so I do have like random slips, so you'll hear those things every once in a while. And I think it's funny. I think it's funny that my accent does weird things because um, I do speak Chinese and Bahasa Indonesia. So those like uh, those characteristics kind of float in every once in a while as well. So you're thinking that if you didn't watch so much American TV, you would just sound like a, like a sort of standard Singaporean dude? Yeah, see, I think I would talk like this a little, oh, a little bit. Oh, um, God. But... Uh, when I, when I talk like this, uh, it's a bit weird. Uh, I, I don't know how to... <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking weird, dude. It's pretty weird. <laughs> yep, pretty weird. Um, but, yeah, that, that's kind of um, why I have an accent. Just watching way too much TV. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay, so kind of I have a kind of a similar story where my accent came from. Um, I mentioned before, yeah, I was a fat kid. Um, fat kid growing up, uh, just like you. Watching a lot of TV, just like you. Except I was doing that in America. The mean streets of Sterling, Virginia. Oh, <laughs> suburb city. No, I, I was I was born in the Philippines, listeners. And then when I was one, my family moved to the states, and I grew up there. That's where my accent comes from. I actually got a comment on one of the commercials I did this on YouTube. This guy was like, "Oh man, screw this guy with his fake American accent," and I'm like, "That's not nice." Hey, my don't say things like real. that. Don't say things like that. That's just mean. So, yeah, coral, coral, coral. That's where our accents come from. All right, other comments, other comments. What do we have here, Nathan? Um, we have some stuff on the website. Uh, some of it is just, you know, people being nice. So, uh, on the website, Y says, Thanks for keeping me company at work. Please list down those book slash movie recommendations for us. And you know what? I went back and did that. I responded, Thank you, Y. Thank you. And then, yeah, I went back. If you look at the show notes, they're up there now. So there's The Martian, there's Bloodborne, which we will talk about later. We have show notes. We have show notes! Yeah. Boom. Oh, um, just in case you're wondering, uh, from now onwards, in every episode, from episode three onwards, whatever pictures or websites or sources we talk about, we will um, uh, add that on the website. Yeah. So we're going to be doing that on the website. And so you can, you know, kind of... Yeah, because, you know, by definition, podcasts are, you know, theater of the mind. Yep. But anytime we mention a reference, if we, you know, remember to remember, we will put down a little image so you can make a little reference. I just reminded myself, so now I'm taking notes. Perfect. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what else do we have in the comments? See, Jericho, on again, on episode two, posted, Oh, my gosh, it's not just a book. 
I really do enjoy your podcast, though. Ha ha. What does that mean? I'm not really sure, Jericho. And I think maybe he's referring to the Martian. Maybe. What? And I'm not sure if he's saying, it's not just a book. Or if he's saying, it's not just a book. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't understand that comment, Jericho. Yeah. But thank Jericho, thank you for commenting. And, th- and thank you for liking our podcast. But yes, it's not just a book. Raw is Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> and we um, just got another comment. Um, this one's from uh, Instagram. Well, this just came in right off the presses? Just came in hot off the presses Amazing. from Lovely Tart saying... Lovely Tart? <laughs> Lovely Tart. I like how you, like, your uh, emphasis on that. Lovely Tart. <laughs> Lovely Tart. Uh, Lovely Tart says, I listened to episode one and, one and was pleasantly pleased how every pop culture... Every pop culture mentioned was relevant to me. Hey. It's coincidental and nice that I related to all in the episode. Also, I really liked how I even had homework to do before going <laughs> on to the next. But Paddington was already on my priority list. See, lovely Tart, you are awesome. Lovely Tart, you are just a lovely Tart. Everyone else try to be more like lovely Tart. <laughs> nah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's really why um, we do this. That is exactly why we do this. Yeah, you know, we just want to talk about the things we like. Hopefully, Hopefully you guys like them too. You like them too. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there is a little bit of homework involved. We'll talk about that at the yeah. end. Yeah. And um, how about that cunty freeze, huh, lovely tart? Yeah. You heard it too, right? Cunty freeze. Nope. Cunty freeze. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 what we've been up to. Pretty much? Uh, yeah, I don't know how to tie in the end of the segment, but you know, that was the... Com- we, we should probably do another segment dedicated to fan responses. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that's important. But I think because you know, this this is the first time we're getting it in our life, so that's kind of... Not in our life, but like, you know, for this, this podcast, yeah. so... Yeah. It's a good way of dealing with it. But yeah, keep the comments coming, guys. We love it, and we'll respond, and maybe one day we'll give out free stuff to you guys. Not promising that. I'm going to make Nathan write songs <laughs> dedicated to you, Lovely Tart. He's going to write Lovely Tart the song on Nathan's new CD. Look out Lovely for it. Lovely Tart. You're pretty and smart. That was a bit flat. Lovely Tart. You smell like John's farts. Like heaven. Yep. So yeah, that's what we've been up to. <laughs> All right, next segment. Just, just a side note: when you said love, when, when I saw "Lovely Tart," I was thinking about you know Arrested Development and you start. No, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm one of those guys that have in fact seen every episode of Arrested Development, but I can't for the life of me recall anything. A new start, a new start. The one um, when Tobias wrote a book. Oh no, no, when Tobias um, had his uh, license plate changed to a new start. And, like, because of the limitations of how many letters you can put yeah. on a license frame, it said anus tart. <laughs> so there you go, lovely tart. Your name makes anus, uh, makes, makes anus think of Nathan. Makes Nathan think what? of anuses. Moving on to our next segment. Did you hear about that thing? Play that music. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the real music. I know. Alright. And going off that awesome, upbeat music, Christopher Lee has died, we have to say. Ah. Sir Christopher Lee has passed away at the ripe old age of 93. That dude was old. That's a good run. See, like, whenever I hear about someone passing and I hear about that age, like, when they reach that age, I'm just like, you know, good for them. They led a good, <laughs> yeah. long life. 
as like you know, especially someone as prolific as Christopher Lee, he's done a good amount of things. But Christopher Lee's one of those dudes who has like always been old. He's See, like up there with Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart, like no, Patrick Stewart's like frozen in Morgan time. Freeman. Morgan Freeman. They, those dudes have never been young in their lives. Yeah, they and then were they, they, they were born like they were born eighty. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, um, uh, Christopher Lee, he was um, uh, known for Count Dooku in the Star Wars series. Count Dracula. He played two counts that motherfucker. Ooh. Two Count D's. Yes, and on Lord of the Rings, he was Saruman. Uh, that was like the evil wizard, right? Yeah. I, yeah. But yeah, ninety-three years old had. The, was dude like the stuff that I discovered about Christopher Lee? Let's just say that if you're a celebrity and you die, Reddit's gonna be all over it. Mm-hmm. Here's what you guys do, guys, for a bit of fun: go to Reddit and then go to the Today I Learned TIL subreddit and just type in Christopher Lee and see all the craziness that comes up. Let me just read some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So TIL Today I Learned Christopher Lee holds the world's record for tallest actor in a leading role. Most films with a sword fight by an actor. Oldest video game voice actor. And formerly most connected living actor. And most screen credits for a living actor. Those are all his records. Wow. You know, I think I'm going to just drop Today I Learned Christopher Lee's in throughout this whole episode. Here's the okay. next one. Today I Learned with the success of his single, Jingle Hell, Christopher Lee became the oldest musician to ever enter the Billboard Hot 100. Huh. That yeah, guy, you're going to make that sound a lot today, dude. That guy's done things. He's done things, man. He's lived a life. And this we're talking about stuff he's done like when he's old. Wait till I get to the stuff he did when he was young. What did he do when he was young? Oh, we'll get to that later on. Okay. But Christopher Lee, we salute you. Rest in peace, good guy. Rest in peace. Huh. Hey, Nathan, what's an all-right? What's an all-right? What's an all-right with you? How are you doing? You doing all right? I'm doing all right. All right, all right. All right, all right, Is that all how right. you pronounce it? So we're talking about, if you guys don't get what the hell we're talking about yet... A uh, Malaysian gymnast who's been getting a lot of gold medals has been receiving some flack for her alright being visible. Okay, so for those of you that don't know what an alright is, it, it, it's a Malayu word, a Malay, a Malay word, um, for the shape of your genitals. I believe that is correct. If it's not, I'm sorry. But I think it's just for gen, uh, genitals in general. Genital? Just your... General... <laughs> General genitals. By the way, shape of your genitals is the uh, is a good name for like an NSYNC song. Let me show you the shape of my genitals. I don't believe that's actually a Backstreet Boys. The shape of my heart is a Backstreet Boys song. So her name is Farah Ann. Uh, her uh, her full name is Farah Ann Abdul Hadi. Mm. Malaysian gymnast won a couple gold medals. Did a great job, but she's been receiving all this flack for wearing a revealing clothing, which by the way is just what gymnasts wear. See, yeah, that's like the the gymnast official garb, you know. So I don't see why people are surprised by it. But like, what are the alternatives? I think I think people wanted to wear tights or something. Like some people actually wanted to wear a tudong. I don't like a full length spandex kind of thing. I guess. See, like the whole thing about gymnastics. I mean, I'm not a gymnast myself, but I'm guessing like flexibility and like freedom of motion is a pretty big thing when it comes yeah, I to think you know. I've heard that in gymnastics, shit. flexibility is important. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I've heard that. But you know, like freedom of motion and everything. You you gotta have that freedom of motion to do all those crazy flips and shit. And if you're wearing, you know, a fairly restrictive piece of clothing. You know. Also, also, it's just like the gymnasts have been wearing leotards for since the beginning of time. What's so surprising? I don't understand why this is news. Well, I wonder if this is like she's one of probably must be one of the first sort of uh, Muslim gymnasts to really rise to prominence. You know, in the public eye. Would that be it? I well, I mean, that's one thing. But like, 
again, it's like the it's like their official uniform. You know, that's like getting mad at someone for wearing a police outfit, saying like, "Hey, like we don't wear blue. You can't wear that." That was a terrible metaphor. Yeah, but that was a horrible metaphor. <laughs> you know where I'm going with it, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's like it's 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 no surprise that she is wearing. A it's like getting mad at a bird for flying. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I guess that's a better metaphor. Like, why is this what they wear? Yeah. Why get upset? Exactly. Well, I mean, people are going to find reasons to get upset. But in fairness people to the internet... People always find that reasons was to get the, upset. Yeah, but the initial backlash was against that. But then the immediate, like, reverse whiplash was almost... The backlash was just as fast, where people, like, basically saying, hey, oh, shut up. Yeah. Was basically the comment of the entire internet, including conservatives and liberals alike, were just like, oh, just chill. That's but good. then she came back with the most gangster response. All she said, one, two, three, four, five, six words in her in her tweet on the twelfth of June at six fifty eight p.m. Empty cans make the most noise. Boom! Drop the drop mic. Drop the mic. Drop the uh, what's it? The ribbon. Drop the pummel horse. Drop the ribbons. Fucking backflip away. Oh, Farrah empty and cans Farrah and you make the badass. That's pretty bad. That is pretty gangster. From a 21-year-old girl to just boom. That's, That's all right. I have to say. That's all I got to say about that is what she said. That's solid. Well, here's the thing. Like, I think the definition of the internet is people will always find reason to get upset. Pretty much. Like, no matter what the hell it is you do, no matter whose business you're not minding, people will always find a way to get upset. I think it's fair to say that as awesome as the internet can be, it can be equally awful. Oh, for sure. Like, did you see that stuff on... um? On Reddit about the stupid fat people hate subreddit. Yeah. God, that was really messed up. Yeah. Messed up that that thing exists in the first place. Okay, for those of you that don't know, um, Reddit had this subreddit. And for those of you who don't know what Reddit is, just Google it. It's, it's really awesome. Use it. But anyway, there was a subreddit called Fat People Hate where people would just go on there and just talk shit about fat people, about the culture of being fat as, as if it was a thing. Yeah. And they would take images that people posted up like in like, you know, in certain different threads where people are showing off how much weight they've lost and stuff and just shaming them and brigading around and doing all this awful, nasty bullshit. And I'm getting angry not as a fat guy myself, but just as a human. Yeah. You're making humans look bad. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway, so then Reddit decided to shut down this hate group. They're basically like, stop being dicks. Mm. And people got pissed. Like the, the pro the pro the hate? Pro fat, the members of the fat people hate subreddit. Like, Because okay. I think at the time, they were like, before they got shut down, they were like the eighth or like the tenth most subscribers. Oh, jeez. That's ridiculous, right? I don't yeah. get Like, I went in there one to, every once in a while just to see what the, the scum of the internet looks like. It yeah. looks ugly is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they shut it down, and then all of a sudden they're calling for basically they're calling for the head of CEO uh, Ellen Powell. Okay, calling for the head of her like take her down. They're calling her Chairman Powell, which is kind of clever. But fuck you guys. So yeah, man, the internet gets pissy about stuff. Speaking of internet hate groups, um, I I looked into one for the first time uh, in a very long time uh, earlier this week. Um, For those of you that don't know, uh, this last weekend. Uh, there was a Pink Dot Festival yeah, yeah. that went down in Singapore. And for those of you that are, are, are unaware, the Pink Dot Festival is a celebration of LGBT rights and the freedom to love. Yeah. You know, that's the tagline over there. 26,000 people showed up this year. Yeah. Huh? Been growing every year. This is the seventh year. This is the seventh year that Pink Dot has happened yeah. in Singapore. This is the seventh year I've missed it. Yeah. God damn it. Do you want to talk about Pink Dot? Yeah, I love Pink Dot. Let's talk yeah. about Pink Dot. Like I, sure. I, I feel like we should be walking around eggshells here, but you know what? Screw it. We got we, we got no one behind our backs. You know, um, <laughs> I was a little bit scared to bring this up because you know it's a touchy topic. It's it's something that um, 
people try to skirt, you know, once they approach a topic. And I feel like that's when um, things get a little bit dicey. Mm. When the caution behind, like, talking about a topic gets so high that no one dares to say anything, and the loudest people are, you know, as far as as the empty hands, you know? When the people with things to say get scared because, you know, they think, oh, it's not going to be PC to say this, I shouldn't say that because it's going to offend these people, and not say that. No, I mean, it's your opinion. Express it, you know, especially when it's with something this... Um, uh, polarizing, you know, something like LGBT rights, make your voice be heard, you know, like, say, say your piece, and just like, start a dialogue with somebody, because I think that's the one thing that is lacking a lot in this um, whole topic, just dialogue, understanding, like mutual understanding. So talking about hate groups, um, I, I found this Facebook page uh, called uh, humans against pink dot or something like that, or so, something like that. We are against that. pink dot. We are we are against pink dot. Sorry, um, I don't know what the exact name is, but um, it was bigots? rough. Are they man. called bigots? No, okay, sorry. That was no. Fuck that. Yes, <laughs> like, like, why are you gonna be a part of a group that identifies as against something? Yeah. It was it against was another group of people. It was rough. It you're was up rough. there. You know who you're with. You're up there with the KKK. You're up there with like. Okay, you're against. You're also with mothers against drunk driving. That's not the same thing, and you know it. Okay. <laughs> okay, that you can be against. I think that's fine. You can be against drunk driving. That that's that's a good thing to be against. But LGBT rights, you know, that's a whole different topic. Okay, let's get into it. So, the the page that I looked at, um, you know, it was your standard. Uh, fair from a anti LGBT group. Mm. Um, it was a lot of talk about religion, a lot of talk about appropriateness, a lot of talk about um, uh, the family unit, things like that. Uh, one common thread that I noticed uh, going through this entire page, going, going through the feed, um, a lot of spelling errors. A lot of spelling errors, a lot of um, <laughs> bad grammar mistakes. So Nazi, uh, sorry, <laughs> grammar Nazis do not grow anywhere near this because you can have a field day um you know i don't know if there's a connection between the two you know your views and your uh ability to, ability spell. to spell uh there might be a connection i don't know um but uh see okay i'm not a politician i'm not a public speaker i i am just a guy that goes on stage and sings fucking songs all right so do mind my lack of tact uh on this topic but I don't know why there's so much hate behind it. You know, I don't know why there's so much negativity. I mean, I understand why. Well, I just don't think it should be. You know, it's like, like, there, but the, the problem is, there's nothing really. There's no real leg to stand on in their arguments. There really against. isn't. There really isn't. Okay, sexual preference. It's called a preference for a reason. Yeah. You know, it's someone's right to choose and not anyone else's. If you like chocolate ice cream, I am gonna. I'm not gonna go like. You can't like chocolate ice cream. You can only like strawberry and vanilla. So get rid of that Neapolitan bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's your right to choose. It's a preference. And I, you know, like, I know it sounds kind of contrite to compare sexuality to ice cream flavor preference, but it's really basically the same thing. Yeah, it it's even goes beyond that because like, okay, you make, okay, I believe that you were born with your sexuality, right? Mm -hmm. I've heard, I've heard that you're, I've even heard from gay people who said that they chose to be gay. Whatever, whatever the truth is, I believe, I it, personally I believe that it's, I there has to be some genetic. Well, I don't think it, it's right? a matter of nature um, and or, or nurture. I think it's like either or, maybe, you know, maybe there's no hard. But the fact of the matter is that's what people will always say. That's like their first argument. It's unnatural. Mm -hmm. So what if it's unnatural? 
fuck it like that does that they still have the right to do whatever they want to yeah you know what's unnatural wearing clothes is unnatural instant noodles are unnatural yeah both are great things both are amazing things but if ladies out there want to wear less clothes i'm cool with that <laughs> well i don't know i just feel like being okay to be against something you know it's it's good to be against um bad things things that harm people mm. you know like of course drunk driving the problem is their argument is is they're gonna say that okay my argument kind of behavior. my argument here is this homosexuality homosexuality harms nobody the only thing it harms is the sphincter of the bottom all right so if more ways than one yes so that so if you care that much about someone's butthole, you know, I guess, you know, you can go, you can start a people against hurt male buttholes. You know, I guess that's something I can get behind. People against hurt, was that? Pihamba. Yes. People against P-A-H-M-B-H. Pahamba. Yes. I get behind that, but you know, against homosexuality. People against, get behind it. I'll get behind hurt buttholes. Oh, God. But... It's, it's, I mean, it's not your butthole, so why care? You know, it, drugs harm people, guns harm people, poor family units harm people. And I know all you guys out there are screaming, you know, at me right now, like, poor family units, you know, homosexuality promotes poor family units. It really doesn't. I don't think people are yelling at us. I think the people listening to us, I think our good hang ganger cooler than that i feel like as, as i'm saying this though i'm sure so, like you know people are gonna hear this that are not behind us and are not you know uh are not part of the gangbang crew <laughs> still not behind that name slowly warming up to it yeah. um but you know it's not about a poor family unit you know poor family units exist in all social circles whether you're straight whether you are um uh uh, gay, whether you're a Christian, Muslim, Taoist, Buddhist, whatever the heck it is, poor family units can exist in any state and in any form. It's not strictly, you know, like if you are, if you have two mothers or if you have two fathers, that's that, you know, equals poor family unit, you know. And a lot of people just go like, oh, how will I explain to my children, you know, like when, when they see two men raising a child, like it's, it's your child, speak to your child, you know, and like explain it to your child in a way that, you know, makes sense the fact of the matter is your child looking to look back is going to look back on you yeah. like f- basically the future is going to judge you yes the, f- the future is going to look back on this time and be like which side of the argument were you on dad yeah were you just like how everyone should have been and in, in support of gay rights or were you one of those guys who were like no black people should go to their own schools yeah that's what but, you are i mean it's really shades of that you know how like people look back now and go like "Ooh, slaves that was not a good time you know let's 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 try sweep that under a rug i feel like it, we, we will get to that time fairly soon because hopefully um, sooner rather than later because because i mean it is a minority that yeah. um that think that has shares this view it's a very loud minority mm-hmm. um i just hope that loudness does not spread out too much no um I don't know. Like it, it, it's 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 rough. It's it's a hard topic to kind of tackle. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm I'm regretting like everything. Into I mean I'm not okay. I'm not. I'm gonna backpedal. Basically, I do not, I do not regret. I don't regret. Damn mm, right. I don't regret anything. I'm just. Um, Basically, we could talk. We could spend a whole episode talking about this. We really could. But you know, I just think the point. Of, the fact of the matter is, just be nicer to everyone and be cooler. Be more like Christopher Lee. Yes. Like for example, like Christopher Lee. Today I learned that Christopher Lee at the age of 91 had played Saruman Count Dooku is in fact a descendant of the first Holy Roman Emperor Charlemagne he's a heavy metal singer and recorded a full solo album in the year 2010 he killed Nazis in the British Special Forces and even witnessed the last guillotine execution in France 
Yeah, so be more like that. Be more like Christopher Lee. Be more like that, life. guys. Experience life, you guys. <laughs> experience life. Yeah, experience life. Don't get caught up in other people's shit, you know? For real. Don't get caught up in other people's preferences, their lives. It's their life. Let them love what they want to love, yo. Yeah. Okay, just real quick before I wrap up this topic, because, yep. you know, it's, it bothers me so much. Like, uh, one term that I saw come up a lot in these groups um, was misguided. You know, a lot of people uh, feel... And it, it, it's 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 the most PC term for them to use, really. Misguided. Instead of yeah, instead of going like, wrong. oh, they're evil, they're yeah. wrong, they're demonic. You know, the PC term for, um, for them to use is misguided. And you know, good for you guys that you came up with that word. Um, but okay, I I know a fair amount of gay guys and you know, uh, gay women, and they are perfectly nice people. If anything, they dress a lot better than I do. <laughs> they're a lot more. Um, uh, you know, they're they're very well mannered, very polite, very um, upstanding guided. citizens. Very, yes, like so. If they're but, but if, I've also met if that's your definition of misguided, you know, like. But I've also met tons of gay people and lesbians who are dicks, assholes, but and who don't dress all that nice. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, they're just people. They're just people. They can be dicks. They can be nice. They can be everything. They're not special. I mean, the. Just let people love what they want to love, okay? Let people be people. And the know, whole thing is yes. like, then what's next? Then people are going to marry their pets? <laughs> Fucking hell, why not? Sure. <laughs> you love your pet that much? Go marry it. I don't care. It yeah. doesn't affect me. There will be bad people. There will be good people. In every social circle, in every kind of religion and race, there are good people. There are bad people. They're not defined by their sexual preferences. They're not yeah. defined by their religion. They're not defined by their, you know... They're partners. It's get over it, guys. Get over it. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. We're good. We're good. I'm 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 done with that. We're I, very passionate about that. I'm good. I'm done with that. Oh, I just want to drop this mic, but it's, it's too expensive. <sighs> That's not rock and roll at all. <laughs> <laughs> Paid a lot of money for this mic, John. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So that was. Did you hear about that thing? Ending on a weird note. <laughs> Ending on a gay note, huh? Ending on a gay note. Which is a fabulous note to end on. <laughs> what are we going to talk about next, John? Let's talk, let's talk about what's your favorite blank? Favorite things. Favorite things. From Supermax, from Boost Bus. Favorite things. What's my favorite blank? Ah, now this is a very special what's your favorite blank this week. Because this, this week... We have our first uh, listener-submitted recommendation for what we should talk about. So this is from Xiaowei, and I got Xiaowei Lo. Hello, Xiaowei. So I hope you're pronounce- I'm pronouncing your name right. I yeah. suck at Xiaowei. that kind of stuff. Xiaowei, that's about oh, According right. to Nathan, it's right. So. Yeah. But yeah, I got a clearance from her. She said, why don't you guys talk about some of your strange addictions? Strange addictions. Yeah. I'm and sorry. I- I'm like still dizzy from that whole rant. Like <laughs> My head is just like spinning right now. Yeah, it gets you riled up, huh? Yeah, it's way too late to talk about this kind of stuff. Um, So, strange addictions. Strange addictions. Um, My strange addiction, it's kind of gross, I'm sorry. Um, And kind of ironic that you're listening to this because my strange (laughs) addiction is cleaning my ears. Oh, yeah. I love cleaning my ears. I think it kind of goes back to... Um, when I was a kid, you know, you'd lie, you'd lie on your mom's lap and then she'd like, you know, clean your ear and then, you know, you'd be watching TV and everything. And something about that, you know, it brings me back to my childhood back when I was like, you know, seven or eight. This is some weird edible shit you got into right here. No. <laughs> don't, don't. Why you gotta make shit weird, John? Mom, stop cleaning daddy's ears and clean my ears. <laughs> Why you gotta make shit weird, John? Um, eh, it's Freud. Um, it, it, 
it kind of brings me back to that time, you know? A simpler time. Yeah. And I just like cleaning my ears. That feels good, man. You feels like really good. get in there. Like, I don't think you're supposed to. Well, here's the thing. I don't use cotton buds. I use like a wooden like hook thingy. Use Okay, you don't use cotton buds. You use a wooden hook. Yes. That doesn't seem nearly as safe. Well, it's not a wooden hook. It's more like a wooden wedge thing okay basically okay like a lot of people say oh you shouldn't clean your ears too often because you know the cotton buds they just push it in and they just make it go deeper and deeper but mine actually like, you can get in there and like you know hook really, it out yeah like, just like get that shit out of there why is it wooden i don't know because do you throw it away afterwards no 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 it's like it's like polished wood and it's like it's like lacquered and everything it's like a chopstick something like that yeah wow yeah that's fancy it's good man i i'd, I'd let you use mine but i would not touch it again yeah, that sounds pretty gross. <laughs> no, but like when you get it, it's like, you're you feel so satisfied. You get it, you swirl it around, you pull it out. It's like, boom. Oh, for real. Yeah. I mean, my, mine's like, I have like the dry flaky type. Uh-huh. Yeah. Apparently it's like in your DNA, like your DNA kind of determines um, what kind of earwax you have. It's, huh. a, it's either like soft and mushy or it's like dry and flaky. Also, I thought it was just dependent on if you had just taken a shower or something. No, man. It's a DNA thing. Wow. Yeah. I mean, of course, if you're going to pour water in your ear, it's going to be wet. Sure. But, like, for the most part, it's, like, in your DNA. It like, determines... I totally agree with you. I totally agree. Like, you know that scene, There was a scene in Paddington where he first went to the bathroom, and that's the first thing he did was clean his ears with the guy's toothbrush. Oh, that was so gross. And he stuck it in, pulled it out. I was like, oh, so satisfying. That was gross. So, yeah, that's... That's a, my favorite thing. That's your that's, favorite? That's, that's, my, sorry, that's my strange addiction. I can't see, okay, so my strange addiction... I don't know if it's that strange, and I don't think it's that addictive, but I just freaking love to watch the TV show Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Okay, so Jeopardy, for those of you who don't know, it's like the daytime game show where you answer in the form of a question. question. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, for example, the answer is... Um, the this answer is the best is, podcast launched in 2015. What is good hang? What is good hang? Boom. Bam. Thank you, Alex. I will take... Potent <laughs> potaboos. <laughs> That's Jeopardy. I don't know. Like, everyone... I'm. Just, everyone calls me a know-it-all... I guess it's because I watch Jeopardy, or am I know am I a know it all because I watch Jeopardy, or do I watch Jeopardy because I'm a know it all? Mm-mm. I don't know. Both make you sound like a dick, really. Like a dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> a pretentious twat. Pretty much. That's a bad word. That's a shouldn't shouldn't say twat. I don't know. I don't believe in like don't say that word, yeah. except maybe the N word. That's like the one word you shouldn't say just yeah. because it makes people angry. But like twat, cunt. cunt. That's nice words. Very very guttural. Very phonetically beautiful yeah but it's fucked up because those are both uh like derogatory women, names right? for a vagina yeah for, and there's nothing i mean there's dick but even like that's not i mean yeah fair enough you can call a guy a bastard but even i guess just just choose your words um wisely from the people around you yeah yeah like i wouldn't say twat or cunt near my mom oh geez my mom tried to listen to this podcast recently oh and i really hope she doesn't get this far oh does she listen to, did she listen to the episode where we called her a twat <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Hartono. Oh, you asshole. Thank you so much for having us in your home. For the record, I did not call it. I can't even say those words. I can't even put, like, those two words in the same sentence. You're a terrible person, John. You can't even say, like, for example, your mother has a cunt. <laughs> this is horrible. I think we might have to edit this out. I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, that's in your ear brain now. Boom. Okay, but they, okay. This, this is what having no producers and having no people behind this. Also, is the, this is the kind of content that that creates. Recording a podcast at one fifty three in the morning. This is the kind of ace content that that creates. But yeah, that's our okay. That's our strange addictions. 
But Zhao she she actually, I wrote her, I'd be like, hey, if you have a strange addiction, why don't you write us in and I'll read it out loud if it's okay with you. And she did. And she goes, I am a bread lover. When I studied in Melbourne during my uni days, I would intentionally walk past the cafe after my gym session. Why? Because it sold loaves of bread at $2 during the evenings. I was kind of obsessed, and every single time I ended up leaving the cafe with three to four loaves of bread. Loaves? Damn. That's like a whole bag of baguettes. That's like, you know, when you're like watching a cartoon and they have like a paper bag and there's baguettes sticking out. She would have three or four of those. Wow. Wow. Okay. The brilliant part is I only eat the sides of the bread. That's the part I was addicting to. That's, so, a, that's a good, strange addiction. So it's the crust? I guess. Like the crust? You like like bread crusts? Man, Xiao we should get together, man, because you like the crust. I hate the crust. You can have my crust. Xiao I will have your inside Xiao part. Xiao here's a tip. What you should do is just camp outside of a kindergarten during snack time mm. and just wait by the garbage. Get some you, crusts. You're going to get a lot of crusts. You're going to get different kinds of crusts. You're going to get bread crusts, pizza crusts, scab crusts, mm. just this crusty scabs of the crust it. sandwich. That's so good. Uh, that's the part I'm addicted to. On average, I will visit the cafe three times a week. It's always a bit of a dilemma because in my heart, I know I am wasting money, but I can't help but feel the strange pull towards the cafe. P.S. Hey, man. like John, you are way cuter than Nathan. What? Oh. That was, that was, that was, that was Thanks, very sweet Yahweh. of you, She didn't say that. <laughs> uh, but Melbourne, Melbourne, like their brunch game is like way up there. Aren't they like one of the best like coffees? Yeah, I've never been cafe, there, but they're like, cafes, cafes and coffees, right? And they're like on Melbourne's point with cafes that. are next level. Like, basically, a lot of the new brunch places popping up in Singapore are very inspired by stuff going on in mm. Melbourne. Like, I think the best cafe in Singapore is probably, like, okay in Melbourne, you know? Mm. Like, their standards are, like, that high, uh, way higher. Yeah, I remember when I came to Singapore, I went to the first cafe. I was like, what the shit is a flat white? What's a long black? What is this shit? Where's my latte? Where's my cappuccino? <laughs> Apparently, it's all from, like, Britishy Australian terms. Yeah, Melbourne is a thing called magic that's slowly making its way through ah, the... Strangers Reunion's got a magic. Ooh. Double shredder with a bit of milk, right? Apparently yep. the right ratio of espresso to milk. It's it's basically a little stronger cappuccino, and I love it. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Strangers Reunion, man. That They've got their brunch game going. I was Shout there today. Out. Shout out. They have the best waffles. I make good waffles, too. You make good waffles? I, good, I make good waffles. What do you put in your waffles? <clears throat> blueberry, like recently, blueberry compote, some whipped cream. No, oh. Simple. You compote uh, your some, own blueberries? Some, some uh, toasted walnuts on top. Oh, damn. Yeah, I compote my... See, I composted a bunch of blueberries, and then I found blueberry jam in the fridge, and I got really annoyed. <laughs> blueberries cost a little bit. That's so badass, dude. Yeah. That's almost ba as badass as Christopher Lee, in his Dracula movies, refused to speak the poor dialogue his character was given. They made the movie anyway with making him mute. <laughs> That's badass. That is very That's badass. That's pretty badass. So in case you're not, you haven't caught on yet, this podcast is going to be peppered with like, did you know Christopher Lee? So yeah, I so. think they get it, Nathan. Yeah. So, uh, favorite thing. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks. Again, if you guys have your favorite thing that you want us to talk us to, want us to talk about, put it in the comments below. Maybe send us a message. We'll the throw Facebook it in page. There. The Facebook page that exists. Yeah. Totally right now. Yeah. Check out Good Hang Podcast. The yeah. Facebook page. Yeah. Um. Let's go on to our next segment, our very final last thing. It's it's so late, John. My brain is like scattered. I'm sorry if this is not entertaining to you, listener. Like, I think it's super it's super entertaining to me. <laughs> I'm like loopy as shit. See, here's the thing that Nathan had this idea of like we should do an episode drunk sometime. This is kind of what that would be like. This is kind of what that would be like. I, I, I'm still pretty set on trying that out one day, like doing a whole episode, like incrementally getting drunker and drunker. Yep, we'll do that. I think that'll be fun. Oh, and for... then listeners can play along at home. Oh, like every time we do say what, or like every time we do something, they have yeah. to drink. 
Like every time I say yeah, I notice I did that a lot. I listen to that to the episode. I'm like, stop saying yeah. I don't want to be responsible for that though. <laughs> it's okay. I don't want to be responsible for 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 underage alcohol. drinking <laughs> or alcohol related <laughs> incidents. Yeah, yes. yeah. So we'll we'll get into that some other time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's go into our very last segment. Dude, check, check this, this out. Oh. Whatever. <laughs> Let's try that again. One, two, three. Dude, Dude check, check this, this shit out. out. Damn it. One more time. Dude, Dude check this, this out. out. Nailed it. The theme song goes like this. Check this out. Check this out. Check. 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 Ah, oh, fuck it. Oh, you got to do that. That's a pretty good idea. What? You have to make the real fucking song with the... That's pretty no, cool. I already decided last episode that we're gonna change the theme song for this segment every time. Oh, yeah. okay. Let's let's make one up right now. Let's let's do like a unison kind of thing. A unison? Yeah. What's a unison? A unison is where we sing in, in unison? unison. Okay. Together. Ready? Okay. Ready? And go. Check this out because it's so good. And if you do like to check this, this is the worst thing ever. We are not Kristen Wiig and Fred Arneson. It's also what it's two a.m. All right, so last week we challenged each other to check some stuff out. So you checked out The Martian. What did you think of The Martian? Did you finish it? Dude, okay, I'm I'm sorry. I was I was bad at my homework. I didn't. I was not able to finish The Martian. I'm halfway through it though. That's pretty impressive though. I mean, what's like a 400 page book about there? there. But, I, but I think you know this would serve because like I was about to, like my my plan was to finish the book and talk about it extensively mm -hmm. throughout this episode. Um, but we went into more important things this episode. So I think it's cool that I can just talk about it and not yeah. get into spoilers because I don't know how That's it ends perfect. yet. I don't know how it ends yet. But if um, you guys at home, if you read The Martian or have in or you know off of a recommendation, good on you. Yeah. So about The Martian, you mentioned it to me last week. Mm -hmm. It was the first I've ever heard of this book, and suddenly it's all over the place. Yeah, it's all over the internet. You know, I, like you know those things where like you hear about something for the first time, then suddenly it reoccurs in your life constantly. Yep. Like that weird kind of universe colliding in your face kind of thing. Yeah, that's kind of what happened with this book. So um, they are making a movie. The movie's coming out uh, later this year. Actually, crazy. When we recorded last week's episode. Right when we finished recording, the trailer yeah, dropped. The trailer dropped. <laughs> That's crazy. So, um, The Martian, to those of you who don't know, it's a book by Andy Weir. And it's a, um, the premise is it's a bunch of space people, astronauts. Um, yes, they, that's what they're called. <laughs> they go on a mission to Mars. Huge storm hits and they lose a man. Um, and because, you know, of space travel being very highly efficient, they don't want to waste any space. They uh, leave him on Mars and they abort the mission. Back at Mars... He wakes up. Oh no. He wakes up and he's by himself on the red planet with no one around and no way to phone home. What does he have to do? Science, Science the, the shit, shit out of this. Which, by the way, is a quote from the movie, but I don't think it was in the book. I have no idea. But, um, I mean, it's fantastically written. It's uh, from the, I mean, it, it, it bounces between, between two, two perspectives. Um, that I know of so far. So it bounces off, um, uh, 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 what's his face? What's his name? Uh, Mark, Mark Watney's, Mark Watney's uh, journals. His logs that logs, he does yeah. on Mars, and it goes back to Earth as well. And yeah. It goes to um, you know the people dealing with it, the press dealing with it, and you know how it's you know it's a big it's a big occurrence you know losing an astronaut on Mars. And then I haven't got to it yet, but I'm assuming they get into the perspective of the other astronauts as well. Um, 
Fantastically written, surprisingly funny. Surprisingly really, funny, right? Really funny. I love the humor behind it. I love how lighthearted it is. It makes it makes for a very easy read. Like yeah, like I was gonna say. Actually, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about Jurassic World. But I thought that Jurassic World wouldn't be half the movie it was if it wasn't for Chris Pratt. Yeah. In the same way, The Martian would not be half the book it was if it wasn't for the characterization of Mark Watney. Yeah. Something about it makes it so easily digestible. Yeah. They, but they go into it like they go into it in the book. Like they saw they, the nasty people were talking about how. Mark was selected for this mission yeah, you know, because he's a genius, but also because of his sense of humor. He yes. brought the morale together. Yes. So basically, if there's anyone who could have survived this ordeal, it would be someone like Mark Watney. It's really good in how yeah. he deals with it, and he just gets on with it. He, he takes it in stride. He takes he absolutely he, does. He takes the fact that he's being left alone on a planet in stride. Yeah, like his spirit. That's the big thing about this book, his spirit, man. His yeah. spirit is never broken. He's on, constantly in this in these terrible death death-defying scenarios and yeah. he always pulls out just with clear thought and yeah. science and this book is amazing for you science literal literate folk out there like yeah. if you are if you are also a subscriber to the cult of neil degrasse tyson like i am you'll love this book <laughs> which is funny because because uh, because of this movie the book is getting so much more traction people yeah. are digging into it and i read somewhere that like the inciting incident of like this storm that causes the mission to be aborted actually isn't physically possible mm. because of the uh, the climate being what it was, the environment. There's not enough stuff in the air to make a storm this bad that would cause it. Right. So, but the author was like, okay, that's my one, that's my one little it's, leap it's, of logic. It's, it's fiction for a reason. Yeah, um, but the rest of it is the science is so fun. That's right. Yeah. I said science is fun. Like, science is fun, guys. He has to deal with all these problems. Like, how is he going to deal with having so little food? How yeah. is he going to deal with like? Having so so much oxygen, it's such a. Oh, but such I love okay. I love that part because the book gets into a lot of things that you do not think about in your daily life. Mm. You know, we live on Earth where the atmosphere is a very evenly distributed, uh, you know, uh, concoction of carbon dioxide, oxygen, and nitrogen. nitrogen so we're yeah. fine. Um, but you know, in the in the in this scenario. He has to think about every little thing he does. He has to think about how many um, liters of oxygen do I have to take in per day? How many liters of carbon dioxide do I exhale? How many calories do I need to take in per day? How do I ration this? How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I create this chemical? How yeah, do I, you know. there is a shit ton of science, a yeah. shit ton of mathematics, and somehow, despite that, it's incredibly it's, fun. They make it very interesting. Very because, palatable, very yeah. interesting, very funny. Because it, because it hinges on his survival. Yeah, absolutely. And I just love that, you know, it, you get this perspective of things that, you know, make a a lot of sense you know things that you know keep us alive and he's breaking it down because he needs to and that's one of my favorite elements of the book so if you haven't read it yet do check it out you check know out. get the ebook go buy the paperback where whatever it is and I'm, I'm fascinated by the movie i'm fascinated by the movie um i i kind of love watching like movies uh reading books and going to watch a movie yeah not to go like oh the book was better. So better the book is better you know i, I do it more so stupid like, godfather <laughs> i do it more so just for like you know you get to see you know yeah. your brain pictures come to life um like with i find that once like i read a book and watch the movie and i start reading the books again like it happened with the harry potter films i just like having an actor in my head playing the characters yeah you know what i mean it's like so. It's like I watched the first Harry Potter movie before I jumped in the series. I'm like, boom, Daniel Radcliffe's in my head. Yeah, I like it. But I'm cautiously optimistic about the Martian movie. I like the cast a lot. Yeah, good cast. Like, top to bottom, it's pretty good. I mean, they did some weird. Okay, uh, yeah. Um, in, in the same vein of the Alice and Ung thing that we yeah, mentioned from, from with, Aloha, with Aloha, episode one, where they casted uh, what's her face, Emma Big Stone. Eyes. Yeah. yeah, when they when they casted Emma, Emma Stone, Big Eyes Stone, Emma Big Eyes Stone as an Asian character. Same thing happened with this movie where there is a Indian character, an Indian scientist, and a Korean uh, satellite a technician. Yeah, technician. so the head of uh, 
the head of whatchamacallit, uh, Mars Operations, his name is Venkat Kapoor. Kapoor is a very Indian last name. Yeah, they even mention it. He's, they says he's Hindi, blah, blah, blah. He plays to all his gods. And he's being played by the esteemable, that's not even a word, is that an estimable? I don't know. Good actor guy, yes. Chuatel Echiofor. Yeah. Who's a great actor. I love him. Yeah. He ain't Indian. He is not Indian. He is he, dark-skinned. He's British. But is he? Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Are they going to try and make him Indian? I like, don't think so. Yeah, and then... He certainly didn't change his name. Yeah, and then there is a, uh, a satellite technician called Mindy Park. And, you know, as you all know, Park is a very common Korean, Korean last name. name. You know, maybe if they added, like, an E-R at the end, like Mindy Parker. But no, her name's Mindy Park, and she's being played by a white lady named Mackenzie Davis. Davis. What's going on, Hollywood? Where's the Asian love? Give us Asian actors some roles. Come on. One day, perhaps. Yeah. Is Chris Rock in this movie? Oh, sorry, Chris Beck. <laughs> oh, Donald Glover is in his movie, by the way. Donald Glover of Community slash Childish Gambino fame. He's in his movie. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, thanks for the recommendation. Amazing book. Can't wait for the movie. Can't wait to finish the damn book. Finish that book, man. It's awesome. I, I know, like, we should just, like, you know, be going week by week for this segment, but I want to talk about the book, like, next week as well. Yeah, that's when totally I finish fine. It, when I finish that's it. That's totally fine. Like, I actually, because after, after talking about it last week, I was so jazzed that I actually uh, went and downloaded the uh, audiobook. I was jazzed about science. Mm. Then I went and downloaded the audiobook. I, I, re- I finished it in two days. I loved, I loved it. And it's been maybe, what, a year and a half since I read it originally. Mm. Maybe two years. I cannot wait. Yeah. So. Such a good book. John, I gave you the assignment of checking out Bloodborne. Oh, God, Bloodborne. How was Bloodborne? I, I, I got John to play the video game Bloodborne on the PlayStation 4. PS4, yeah. Uh, so you said that this game was, like, super hard? Yes. <laughs> Nathan, yeah, this game was super fucking hard. <laughs> I logged in, and I was like, ooh, RPG stuff. Ooh, I have to create my character. How big should I make his face? How high should I make his forehead? I'm doing all this stuff. I'm creating my character. I'm into this stuff. I'm trying to make him Asian, but not too Asian. It's distracting. Fucking do all that shit. Do my stats. I start playing the game. I get to my very first enemy. Ooh, it's a werewolf. I don't know what's going on. Okay, I can take him out. Oh, I died. <laughs> Load screen, 20 seconds. Back in. All right, you motherfucker. I'm okay. Stay away from the claws. Okay, here we go. Attack. Oh, I'm dead again. Yeah, that happens a lot. I yeah, mean, yeah. With the whole Bloodborne series, um, the creators of Dark Souls, Demon Souls, players of the, those games will know you will die. There is no way to avoid dying. Like I doubt there is a single person that has played through this game without dying. Yeah. So I didn't get past that worst first fucking werewolf. I was like, life is too short for this shit. Oh, so you stopped there? I stopped. <laughs> I played for a good, like, including the character creation, which I was super into. I got, like, an hour and a half, two hours into it, not being able to kill this stupid werewolf. I kind of got it. You have to use the tables. But I'm like, you know what? I'd rather do other stuff. I'd rather do the laundry. I would rather watch paint dry. Okay, well, here's the thing. You got to get, like, once you get into it, though... It gets really immersive. Like, I'm once, sure it does. Once you start like getting to the real enemies, because the sure werewolf is the introductory enemy. Yeah. Like, once you get into real enemies, like it gets really satisfying. But I will admit, it is a time suck. Yeah, it's it a massive sucks. time suck. It definitely does suck. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I love the game. I love the game, but I would never like. Touch how, it. how far into the game did you get? Not very. <laughs> I got to like the second. I killed like three bosses, and then I had to go overseas. Um, and I, when I came back, I didn't want to touch the game because I was like, I, I no longer, I don't feel the need currently to play it, and I think yep. that's a good thing. Because the I, moment I touch it again, I'm gonna be so into it, and I can't leave. I currently have an ongoing addition with playing Mortal Kombat X anyway. Okay. I just love to juggle people. 
Mm. I just like that you punch them in the foot while they're in midair and they just jump up. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to leave Bloodborne with you. You know, hopefully one day if you have a free data burn, get back into it. Oh, yeah. Hold your breath, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do you want me to check out this week then? Okay. So for this week, um, how about you go first? Because I'm very interested in um, this thing that you have for me. Oh, okay. So Nathan, what I want you to check out is a movie that is very near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. It was like the first time that I knew that you could make a cartoon of boobies and of killing. It's 1993's Japanese animated classic Ninja Scroll. Ninja Scroll. Also known as Jube Ninpucho. What? Traditionally, I don't know. I'm just trying to read this thing on Wikipedia. Jube Ninpucho. Yeah, exactly. Hmm, it's from 1993. Japanese animated action thriller film about. written and directed by Yoshiaki Kawajiri. The critically acclaimed film was released in Japan in June 5th, 93, and received Western release in 95. This movie was like the first proper anime I watched. Like me and my friends at the time, so in 1993, I was pretty young, put it that way, when it came That's out. That's when Jurassic Park came out. That's when Jurassic Park came out. Yeah. And I probably didn't catch this in 93. It was probably a little bit later. But yeah. this is the first time when I knew that, like, you know, cartoons to me was like Rugrats and Ninja Turtles and things happy and then i don't know how my fucking parents let me watch this thing because this thing is hyper violent hyper sexual it's like okay so it's there's like this if I, okay it's been a while since i've seen it but basically there's a guy who has was something and okay, basically he has to kill <laughs> <laughs> that was a great okay, let's just break let's analyze that like amazing synopsis please do basically it's about a guy that's something. <laughs> you never heard about that movie, dude? That's a great movie. Okay. Well, I, I forgot the details, but basically there's this Ronin, so this samurai with no yeah. master, who has to go through and kill all these epic monsters to get to the main. It's basically like a video game in story format. So he's going through all these boss levels, taking on all these guys with incredible super samurai powers. Like so shades of like Kurosawa kind of stuff. Uh, to an extent. Yeah. But for example, there's a guy who's basically like the thing from Fantastic Four. Yeah. Except he also has a like a fucking dual sided blade that he throws through the forest and kills hundreds of people. So he's a thing and Darth Maul put together. He's the thing and Darth. He's Thing Maul. He's Darth Maul. He's one he's of the Darth thing. He's one of the seven demons of something something. Well, here's the yeah, thing. It's the demons of Kimon, the devils of Kimon. That's what it is. That's that sound. I mean, you sold me once again. Um, that sounds like a solid recommendation. Dude, and I've, I, here's the thing: I've never seen a full anime movie. This I've is seen the one. I've seen like TV like anime series before, but I've never seen like a proper like anime movie. This is the one, man. And like, there's like okay, so there's other kind of bad. There's like a bad guy with like who has a spear, but he also has a fucking beehive on his back. What? Dude, it's crazy. This shit is nuts. It's hyper violent. It's very emotionally touching. Okay, and it's kind of scary i'm into it i haven't watched it in a while maybe i'll because like uh, like i said so i read the martian so i'll probably watch this as well so we can both talk about it next week i'm into it like i'm just scroll check i've it never out. i've never been too like hot in the world of anime i mean when i was a kid i read things like samurai x flame of rika mm. um i think that's the only two i read really um but when once like the comic comics came to me like once like the marvels and the dcs and the vertigos and the images came to my world i kind of just like slowly stopped reading anime just because like it's so many things, so every once in a while I dip my feet in with like um, Dragon Ball or right. things like that. Um, but this sounds really fascinating. And yep. on that same vein, because I was actually going to recommend something to you along those lines as well. So you know, worlds collide. You know, um, 
my thing for you to check out is an anime called Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. I've heard about this. Attack on Titan. So it is basically, I'm, I'm sure listeners, um, you are you might be aware of this, you know, if you're tapped into the world of anime. Um, it was the biggest anime of the last two years. It really exploded. You know, it was a, um, uh, it was a um, manga series that they kind of converted into anime form. And I think they're really close together in terms of storyline. Like, like the anime is really caught up with the manga. Okay. To the point where like they can't make the anime and for a very that long happens, time. Huh? That yeah. happens, huh? That happens with Dragon Ball. That happens with a lot of things. Like they can't make it for a while until like the manga goes further into the story. Um, but the premise of it is it's a bunch of um, Germans. It's you know the, it's like German anime, um, and there is the there are these creatures called titans. Mm-hmm. They're basically humanoid creatures. Um, that feed on humans. They f- they feed on people. Wow. Um, and wow, that's kind of like how um, kind of similar to like like vampires in Count Dracula. Oh, like so that reminds me. Did you know that Christopher Lee is fluent in English, Italian, French, Spanish, and German, and can also speak Swedish, Russian, and Greek? Take that, segues. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so there's titans. <laughs> so they have these humanoid titans that eat people, and they terrorize towns and stuff. So um, a surviving group of humans, they build a colony. They mm-hmm. build a colony within uh, three walls. You know, so they have an outer wall, a middle wall, and an inner wall, and of course, it's separated by castes. Like, there's like a caste system, right? Caste, caste. I don't know how to pronounce Cast. it. Yeah, um, caste. 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 So like, so, like the, so like the poor peasants stay like near the outer wall, then the middle class stay in the middle, and the big wigs stay in the center where they're all protected. Um, so, the manga kind of kicks off with you know all these people living safely in fear though of these titans. And shit goes down when they break the wall. Oh, damn. Shit goes down when they break the wall. And it's really about, you know, how this community of humans deals with the Titans. So is this a, is this a series or is this a movie? It's a series. So you might, you know, I'm this whole, check this out. You might want to just maybe watch two or three episodes so we can talk yeah, about it. I'll check it a bunch. I'll check it a couple yeah. as much as I can. Um, but I, when I watched it, I plowed through them. And the, the story was just fascinating. The Titans were terrifying, really. They're, they're nightmarish almost. And the story, just like, this, I, I, I don't know. I'm not completely caught up with the story, so don't spoil it for me, listeners. Um, but it's a fascinating story. It's just a good old, you know, humans versus monsters thing going on. But it goes deep. Yeah. Deep. It goes deep. Because, you know, again, they're humanoid creatures. How did that happen? Who knows? Probably some science know. shit. I don't know. I actually don't know. But I want to find out. Um, but cool story, cool anime. So, yeah, I guess that makes next week... Very anime themed. Very anime themed, yeah. Anime themed, check this out. Yeah. Maybe we'll dress up in cosplay to Again, this is, the next episode. This, this, is, this is a podcast, John. It's not a very visual medium. Yeah, but we could just say that we did. It's not a very visual medium. For example, the, the, the listener can't tell right now that I'm flipping the mic off. Flipping off your ears. Oh my god, he really is doing it. Flipping off your ears, pointing in that middle fingers at your ears. <laughs> because I love you. Alright, so that's what we're going to check out. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so... Guys, thank you so much for sticking around. Thank you so much for bearing with our erratic conversations. And oh, this was a fun one. I enjoyed this one. This was good. This is a weird one. <laughs> we, we we took some very interesting tangents. <laughs> Went on some very interesting paths. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, but you know, we, we had your hand to hold throughout this entire yeah. journey. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking around. Come back next week. We'll be back with more awesome stuff. So, like we said, and if you miss it, we're going to come out with episodes every Wednesday now. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday for your listening enjoyment. Something you can count on. Yes. You may not be able to count on your 
on you know your your your, your, your job on your parents your parents probably hate you you probably have no girlfriend or boyfriend nothing you can count on but you can count on yourself and you can count on nathan and i being here for you to hang out every wednesday why you gotta make it weird that pressure that we put on ourselves too why why you gotta make it weird i'm sure they have perfectly nice parents Yeah, but do they like them though? Do their parents like them? I think I think do they like their the, th- the gangbangers. I think your parents love you. Good gang, gang. I think your parents love you, gangbangers. Right. I guess it's time to say goodbye. Huh? It's time to say goodbye. It's two. It's two twenty a.m. and yep. I am loopy. As we cursed a lot in this episode. We did. I think the later we record, the more we curse. I'm sorry if you're sensitive to um, uh, explicit language, but we do label this podcast as an explicit yeah, so podcast. So get the fuck over it, you cunts. <laughs> And with that, I want to leave you with one more today I learned about Christopher Lee. Nathan, did you know, did you know, did you know that in the 1950s, Christopher Lee was engaged to Henriette von Rossen, daughter of Count Fritz von Rossen, and after hiring private detectives to investigate the actor and demanding references, the Count refused to allow his daughter to marry him unless Lee got the blessing of the King of Sweden. Lee got it. <laughs>